Don't drop the soap. Bet on NRL this week with Sportsbet, and if your team leads by 12 points, we'll pay you out straight away. Are you wearing my robe? Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. Hello and welcome finally to the Sportsbet NRL <laughs> podcast. And I say finally for a reason because our fearless leader, our captain, Dan Ganae, and he's living the dream in Vegas. And no doubt he's probably a little bit shabby somewhere, poolside perhaps, tuning in. But Jamie Sauer, we're two out today. We do have a special guest coming in a little bit later, but uh, what about the mission? This was, this was Harry... And uh, what's the bloke's name of uh, Lloyd Christmas and Harry from Dumb and Dumber, wasn't it? Us setting up the equipment. What a shocker. Mate, here we go. (laughs) We're still working on it. Still working. Look, it was. uh, Dan, I think we took for granted how much setup he does uh, ahead of the show. We just rock in and (laughs) give him his coffee and, and, you know, expect him to be here on time. But, look, he's having an amazing trip over there already. Uh, I think he'd be into a couple of mimosas about now and um, looking forward to – Getting his tips because he, he can't tip while he's in Australia, so he'd probably get a perfect round while he's away. Will he be listening, yes or no? Uh, shan't be listening. Shan't be listening? No. No, okay, we can go for our life then. He's 40th, by the way, so happy birthday, Dan, celebrating his 40th over there in Vegas. And we are also short because Sean the Trader, he is overseas himself in Bali, living the dream. So Mid- why are we still here? I don't know. Mid-season holiday. but <laughs> We probably don't earn enough. That's the thing. Speaking about money, what about this? I got a text moments ago. So the British Open is looming. And five years ago, this fellow, his wife surprised him with the best possible suite at the British Open. Now, you need to book this five years in advance. As the event got a bit closer, she booked his flights. Two weeks out from them taking off, the hotel rings this guy, who's a mate of a mate, and says, we have double booked. This is the absolute best suite at the British Open that overlooks the 18th hole. And they say they've double booked. He said, no, I'm calling you bluff on this. There's no way. Five years ago, we booked this. My wife booked this to surprise me, and he called the bluff. Two days later, the manager calls and says, listen, we can't move. We have, we have double booked. We'll move you just down the hallway and we'll give you $20,000 cash to do that. Oh. He said, no deal. He said, I don't care about that. We are locked and loaded to staying in this apartment. It's the best apartment possible for the British Open. So go and work it out. Two days later, the manager calls again. Uh, Sir, what's your mortgage? And the mortgage was just shy of 300,000. She said, sir, you can have the room down the hallway We'll pay out your mortgage and we'll do a tour of the British Open for you. We take that. He said, done. (laughs) So apparently, apparently the check arrives and you know who's paid the check? David Beckham. All right. That's the story. That's the story. So Bex is one of the, uh, the major room and there you go. You've had your mortgage paid off. How good is that? That's good. So I need to book a... Uh, it's a five-year investment. Just go and book a great investment, isn't it? How much did it cost in the original outlay? Oh, it would have been pretty exy, I suppose. Yeah, yeah right. It would have been pretty exy. Uh, Hall of Fame, Sally, we welcome in new 
entrance to that. We had about 100. That was good news, wasn't it? Petro's there, Cliffy's there, Beaver now, Mark Graham, Sticky and Gordy. You happy with those inclusions? Uh, yeah, I think it's always hard. You know, my, I guess, uh, argument with these things is how does a guy like me who played for 12 years judge a guy that played 50 or 60 years ago that I've never seen before mm. and I don't have enough uh, footage? So uh, I think... Yeah, whoever has to vote on those things has a tough job. But, um, yeah, they usually seem to get it about right. Uh, I'm always probably more interested in the immortal Mm. rather than the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. But well done to those gentlemen. Uh, Speaking about arguments, I I tweeted out something during the week and, Jesus, some passionate replies, very vicious replies, some of them, and it was simply a question. I I just asked this question, Jamie, said, I said, you know, rugby league over the years, the field size remained the same. The players are now fitter, faster, quicker, stronger, and the interchange they have up their sleeve, they're getting lots of rest time. And I said to the masses, a simple question, not a statement, would rugby league, could it be an even better product than it is today? And you should have seen the replies. Some were in love with the idea. Others hated the idea. Others thought I was the greatest buffoon on the planet, which many still do. That's fine. What do you think about that? I loved it. I love the fact that, you think outside the box and I'm not just saying that because we're good mates and we work together but I like the fact that someone is thinking ahead of the game you know we the center position has been undervalued in terms of market value when people come out in the free agency market and what they go for now because you want finishes on the wing and you want fullbacks and five eights. Mm. So uh, if you take that out, I mean, Isaiah Yo could easily play one position uh, on an edge. So uh, for me, I love the fact that forward thinking and to all those people out there that don't like it, Joel, they're just tosses. You know, you know what uh, my late grandfather would say, take my advice, son, and please yourself. It's, it's a free world <laughs> to have your ideas. So some people like it, some don't. But I will say this, Howie, that it is something that perhaps you could trial – Say there's two rounds to go. There's two teams who can't make the finals. Would it be worth trialling something like that in we, those games? Joel, we can't get rid of the seven tackle rule, let alone. Mm. We don't want to go too adventurous. Righto, let's head to the ladder. So the Bunnies, 28 points, nine wins in a row. The Storm and the Dragons on 26, then four teams on 24. Roosters, Panthers, Sharks, Warriors. The Broncos have opened the door for both the Raiders and the Tigers. They're on 22 the Raiders and the Tigers on 18. Just looking ahead, so in the past, Sowie, 28 points is what you needed to make the eight. So therefore, with one game less, are we suggesting 26? But then I think surely the Broncos who are on 22, winning two of your final seven matches won't cut it, will it? No. they. I did some maths the other day. They need to be those teams 8, 9 and 10. We'll all win three. They'll go three and four. And because the Broncos are three points ahead, this weekend becomes crucial because it's almost a four-point turnaround. If Broncos lose and then Canberra beat the Sharks, they're within two points, and I think that becomes more realistic and the pressure becomes on uh, the the Broncos. Sorry, but, yeah, all those teams have got – yeah, we'll probably go three and four the last seven rounds, and, and that just cancels it out. So you think we have our eight? Yes. Yes. After I was nervous because the Broncos were terrible the other day. But, mm. yeah, I think we've got our eight. What do you think? I think so. I think the Croker injury really hurts the Raiders. But it's a big – Does it though? Because Kotrick yeah. will come into the centres. Of course. But I know it hurts them, but yeah. I'm saying – No, they've got good cover. There's no question. Cover. I believe they'll put Oldfield in the centres. They'll keep Kotrick on the wing. Abby to come back to fullback. Or you think that's just as per named? 
Uh, I would have Kotrick in the centres. Mm. I think you get him some early ball, get him involved. He's just too strong. Plus, you come up against Latelli uh, on the weekend. Dugan, maybe. Mm. So, maybe. So, your top four now, Sal, and we know we can have uh, multis in the top four. So, if you can choose your top four, go for your life. You like bunnies, storm, roosters, and the sharks. Yes, I do. Dragons, Red V, not part of me. No, they're sliding. They're, I'm worried about the Dragons. Their, their performance last week and, you know, continuously this week, people will say, well, they had Origin guys backing up, but, you know, so did other teams mm. and we didn't see them play that bad against – and it was at home as well. If it was on the road, I could take that. But a, a big, long trip again this week up to North Queensland, the Cowboys have to put in a performance to, to round off JT's career. So um, I, I've got the Red V sliding down about fifth or sixth. Which okay. is danger for them because the I've played at the Red V where the pressure starts to build when you're struggling in terms of you've dominated the competition, come out of Origin 2011, we were first. By the time that series had been done and washed and then a month after we ended up fifth that year when going into the finals, straight sets. So just repeating, Sowie's top four, Bunnies, Storm, Roosters and Sharks, $5.06 is the price if you like them. I've taken the same... Uh, first three of those, so Bunny, Storm, Roosters, but I've got the Panthers uh, over the Sharks. And my sort of reasoning for the top four there is that I've gone for the four best defensive sides. Same price, though, mind you. 506 there. So the standings after last week's tips. Dan, who's not here, he's in fourth position. Three and five last week to go 60 and 74. Confidence, he was one and one. So he had the Sharks, yes. Broncos, no. And the total for his confidence bets takes him just behind 18 and 19. Sow is in third position. Last week, Sow, three and five. And you go 62 and 72. Now, confidence one and one. Same as Dan, the Sharks, yes, Broncos, no, which we all got wrong. Uh, total 14 and 24 confidence. I'm in second position, four and four last week, 72 and 62. Confidence last week, two and one. So we all went the Sharks. I threw the Tigers in, which helped me. And no for the Broncos, total confidence, 19 and 17. And Sean, the trader, who's leading the charge, four and four, he goes to 74 and 60. So that's Sean, the trader, and he's doing well with his confidence bets as well. But we are joined today by a man who's beating all of us, and he's just come from nowhere, Jarv. Jarv, you're in the studio. It started this relationship on Twitter. You were keeping an eye on the uh, the podcast over the, the weeks and you're putting all the results up for us and you're beating with all your tips. And we thought, you know what? We are a little thin on the ground with our men this week. So we've brought you in. How are you feeling, mate? Feeling pretty good. Thanks for having me in. So I rang you up. I said, Jarv, do you want to play first grade? And you answered as Nathan. Nathan's your name. Yes, it is. So let's get to know Jarv a little bit, shall we? Jarv, who's your favourite team? I'm a Parramatta fan. Parramatta. Don't fan. know if you call that a favourite team or not right now, but they're definitely uh, my favourite, my only team I support. Okay, question: Are you re-signing Hayne then? If you're as a Para fan, do you want to see him back in the colours next year? No, no. Okay, I not do. because of anything to do with ability or anything like that, but I think the, the the targeting of halves and forwards has been lacking with the Eels. We've got enough backs; we can bring backs through. We can get quality there without spending the money that we'd have to spend on Hayne. I'd rather see that funneled into a position that's a, more of a strength for us right now. So just repeating, Jarv is a listener. He's on debut here today and he's been brilliant with his tips, so we thought let's bring him in. Do you have a betting rule that you abide to? Is there a weekly rule that you just have above all else? Yeah, um, always think of the human element. Right. Um, there's always def- – like when you see, for example, Billy Slater winning the, the, the medal – 
mm. for game three and for the whole series. Like there's a human element when it comes to people who select, people who pick and people who officiate the game. So you've got to keep those kind of things in mind and the emotion is, is, is important with some of those things to help a team get an extra extra leg or stuff like that. What do you do, Jav? I'm, I'm a graphic designer. I work for myself. I worked in advertising agency for 20 years and I do all the artwork side of things. So, yeah. Oh, excellent. Uh, who are you tipping to win the premiership? Uh, I think at this stage, South. It's kind of fluctuated throughout the year, as I'm sure it has with everyone. But uh, looking across the whole squad and where they're looking at right now and, and the spine, I think South is the way to go. How do you listen to the potty? There many people do it different ways. They'll be on the train. They'll be at work with it on the laptop. How do you listen to this podcast? Yeah, I've, I've listened to this podcast since way back when, when it was Sterlo and Dan um, for the last couple of years. And since I started scoring it this year, I've actually have it set up above my uh, – my laptop at home and I listen to it and I keep score as I go. So I kind of have to do it on the laptop now, but it used to be while I was traveling home on the bus. Well, mate, you're part of it this week. It's, yep. uh, it's a big week coming up. There's one thing to do it at home, but you're in the, you've got to get your tips a little bit earlier. You don't get to listen to us on the run. Well, you can while you're here, but you've got to get in earlier. So it's a bit of a tougher assignment for you. So let's kick it off, gentlemen. And David Beckham, and if you're listening, I've purchased tickets early to Bulldogs Eels. So feel free to make an offer to me. <laughs> You're going to have to pay him, I think. <laughs> well, here we go. But this is some of the great clashes. I remember growing up watching the you know, 86 grand final and Price and Cronin retire together. And then later on you go to the 90s and Halligan's kicking from all over the park from the sideline. Have we got this right? The line? The retro round. Because I played heritage round mm. five years, five different teams every year. Is that right? Because St George had so many rivals, but I watch the NFL. They have rivalry week where mm. they play their division teams, and it's a genuine rival that they don't waver from that. So I would like to see a fixed round, retro round, your biggest rival. Not every single retro round is against the same opponents. Round nineteen every year is yep. against the same opponents every year, and you work around that. At that moment. Start getting some consistency. Start letting families from the bush plan their trip, whether it be you know. Eels, Bulldogs on a Thursday night. Okay, we're going to that round 19. We know we're going to round mm. 19 every year. And then yeah. you can kind of develop a rivalry like we have the Charity Shield. Like you have that set thing. So Charity Shield's the biggest thing in the off-season. Yeah. So you get to have that for the whole weekend. Yep, yep, I agree. Let's launch into it, gentlemen. And uh, well, the last three weeks, 12 up continues, by the way. The last three weeks, we've had four payouts on losing teams, more than a million dollars. So in round 16, the Warriors and the Raiders, both led by 12 and botched that. The Bulldogs in round 17, Manly last week who led the Melbourne Storm by 12. And that continues into, we up to round 19 already. What are you laughing at, Sowie? Uh, you've never worn a jacket on this podcast. I'll take the jacket off. <laughs> you've gone to H&M downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> you, I don't, is that uh, Mrs. Kane's yeah, jacket or yours? Yeah, I think Kane. Thanks, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Rightio, darling. Um, it goes with that nice shade of red he's turning right now. <laughs> Parramatta, calm down, Jav. Yeah. Parramatta, $1.68. Bulldogs, $2.20. The line is two and a half. And Jamie Sauer, we start with you. Oh, I'm going the Eels this week. I think they were better last week uh, off the back of a performance. Uh, one thing that stood out, which I've been – harping on all year is they don't have a genuine halfback for Parramatta Reels. They've got two five eights that are trying to uh, game manage that don't understand game management. So, um, but I think the two five eights this week will outmanage the uh, Bulldogs and a little bit of Hain talk around contracts. I think uh, he responds this week. So are you re-signing Jared Yes, Hain? I've yes. got him two years, 450 to 500. Right. Jav, your opening tip on debut of the podcast. 
Yeah, it's definitely a lot more pressure than normal because I'm sure when people see the post and they go, well, he's listening to the experts and then kind of change his tips where, they, where he feels they feel right after he's listened to their opinion. <laughs> so now I've got to start giving my own without any kind of safety net. So uh, another thing when you ask me about tipping rules is never tip or bet with your own against your own team or with your own team because you're just so blinded by it. So it makes it hard when you come to a Parramatta game for me. But um, I'm going to go with the Bulldogs because I see this weekend there's so many teams that are kind of playing their – Grand final, mm. you know, it's the, it's the time to get up and actually play for something, maybe their last chance for the year. And I think the Bulldogs will actually lift for that reason. Being a rivalry week, being retro week, you know, being that kind of thing. I just think the Bulldogs will find a leg because it might be their last stand and their last chance to win a game for the rest of the year. Yeah. Well, don't don't forget Parramatta. If they lose this week, the wooden spoon's pretty much theirs. So who barring, we, do they get the spoon, Parramatta? No, they don't. Who gets it? Um, I think the Bulldogs. But to think that two of these – so the, the Cowboys are in the mix – the Eels were in I the mix. Pe- people would have picked a Eels Cowboys, Cowboys grand, grand final. final yeah. I, I can't see JT's last seven weeks ending with a wooden spoon. No, It'd be the, the most horrendous way to finish a career. Wouldn't it what? Mm. Okay, Sean's gone the Eels. Right. Dan's gone the Bulldogs. Jeez, he's stuck solid with him all year, hasn't he? Dan? He, yeah. He just picks him every week. Well, he's a big Bulldogs fan. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm going the Bulldogs as well, gents. I just think Parramatta. I've fallen into their trap too many times. Uh, Kayser Pritchard comes in for Cameron King. Now, he made 55 tackles last week, Cameron King. Yeah. That's the only change for them. Out for four weeks. Yep. Uh, looking Still off contract, uh, but looking to try and tie something up very soon. And no change for the Bulldogs. Now, this is the sixth straight game. Well, they've had six straight games, rather. 34 points or fewer. I think the unders is the play there. So I'm looking in uh, the Bulldogs. And away we go for that one. Southern Cross Stadium, we have the Sharks taking on the Raiders. The Shark is $1.50, minus 5.5. Raiders, $2.60. Luke Lewis has announced his retirement uh, during the week. Jesse Ramian returns at centre in place of Kurt Capewell. That's the only change for Cronulla. Brad Abbey returns from concussion at fullback. Nick Kotrick moves to the wing, Oldfield to the centres. Croker. What about Jared Croker? He, the kneecap... Dislocates. Dislocates. He plays on, he features in a try assist, and mentally he's committed to the cause for the game and then ultimately gives in. How brave was that? Oh, absolutely amazing. And we saw him courageously try and get up in that All-Stars game when he did it a couple of years ago. So he's a one of those leaders down in Canberra that they all respect. He's been around for a while. Uh, he'll end up being the greatest point scorer in our game. You think so? Yeah. He'll go past El Masri. Yes, but only because he scores a lot more tries than El Masri. Whenever you see the Raiders win, he's usually got a try and, and five or six goals. This will cost him about 80 or 90 points, though. It will, but uh, I think he bounces back and they reset for next year. Uh, on the back of that, I've got the Raiders. Last, Raiders. I think uh, it's the last 10 times these two sides have played. The away, away team, team has yes. won. So that trend continues for me. Raiders with too much to play for. Uh, the Sharks... They were great last week, real experienced. Uh, you said on the potty last week that Penrith beat the Warriors through the forwards and that wasn't going to happen against the Sharks. So that was a pretty good tip in terms of you know covering the spread last mm-hmm. week. Uh, and I, I just like the fact that the Raiders had a big win last weekend against a tough opposition down there. It was a tight game, blew them away. Uh, no Aiden Caesar at the moment, he's getting scanned. So Sam Williams comes in, but I think Austin, now that his future's settled, he'll just let the... Reigns go and uh, he'll punish everyone for the rest of the year. Yeah, he's off to Warrington, of course. Jarvie McJarvjarv, what have you got? Yeah, I'm going the Sharks for the exact same for the same reason that Jamie brought up about missing Croker and the leadership role he brings. I just think they're going to miss that kind of guy who takes it in and gets in there and rolls his sleeves up to really get him out of trouble from their own end. 
and I just think that's going to be a, something they'll take advantage of. Rapana back though, Jav. Yeah, Rapana yeah. was good last week. He he can come in and take that second back week, uh, second week back from a, an injury. Um, on this potty, you probably know we we try and talk the other co-hosts around every now and then. So <laughs> he does. Yeah, oh. <laughs> you're the greatest. Backswing merchant, as far as trying to get. I'm people just to change. saying, don't Rapana second yeah, yeah. week back. He's better for the run. I think in my flipping stats that Joel's actually gone more flips than anyone yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, I do. In the that's league. why. That's why I don't like going to a restaurant, Jav, yeah. and having a menu in front of me. I just want to be told what to eat. I'm so indecisive. Uh, you're a specials man, so whatever they tell you, oh, that's that's what I want. If it's not shellfish, yes, I'm a. Sh- I'm a uh, specials man. Sounds good. What so, are you going, Sharks? I'm sticking with the Sharks. I just okay. think, like you said, they had such a tough win last week. Origins out of the way. Now it's time to get serious and go for the finals. Especially if you're saying they're going to go top four. I just think that's what their goal is. Uh, Shawnee's gone, Sean the Trader. He's gone Sharks with confidence, but a huge disclaimer here. Remember last time he went on holidays? He wasn't great. So keep that in mind. Dan's gone the Sharks as well. I'm going the Raiders. So three Sharks, two Raiders. There we go there. Okay, uh, Suncorp Stadium, Broncos taking on the Panthers. Now, there's a good little mega bet here. I really, really like this one. $3.50 for any 2018 Origin player to be the first try scorer. So you've got Roberts, Oates, Peachy, Maloney, Cleary. McCulloch. McCulloch. Who else? Uh, Milford. Milford, yes, any 2018 Origin player. So $3.50 for any of those guys to be the first try scorer. I don't mind that. Click on the Megabet to see that. Jaden Sewer, gentlemen, he's out uh, for the season with an ankle injury. We believe Roberts returns at centre. Uh, Tavita Pangai Jr. starts in the second row. David Fita drops out. Dallin Wateni's Lesniak. Josh Mansour back into the side. How good's that? Yeah, it's, it's been a long layoff for Josh. A, a horrific injury. That obviously had to pull the face down and, and fix everything there. So he'll be a, back in, a big in for them. I've got the Broncos bounce back theory. Um, they'll be disappointed with last week. And now the pressure's starting to build on whether they're going to make the eight or not. And there's uh, you talk about teams and looking for extra advantage. There's no one better I want coaching me when we've had a disappointing week and our backs are against the wall. And you can see... The smugness of Wayne Bennett sitting there late Friday night saying, you know, you wrote us off after last week and you're not going to divide us and uh, that's going to be the headline. And uh, I want to see how this Panthers squad reacts after a big Origin series. Yeah, this start, by the way, Sharks was minus five and a half in this one. Broncos minus one and a half. So Penrith getting the one and a half start, Jav. Yeah, I agree with Jamie. Same thing, bounce back factor. The only, there's one thing that I'm worried about is they'll know the result of the Sharks-Canberra game by then. So if Canberra do lose, that no. takes the pressure off them. No, they away. won't. No? no, they won't. No. Yep, cool. They won't know. As yep. a player, they'll have no idea. On Monday when I first looked at this, I said Broncos and I had it with confidence. But with the team, the team that Penrith put out and that particular thing, I'm, I'm sticking with the Broncos. But the one thing I'm worried about with Penrith was they weren't playing great at the start of the year when they had Cleary. Maloney and Cleary didn't really work. Panthers started clicking once Cleary went down. So it might take time to oh, reestablish that Jav, that combo. It's your first week. Simmer down. Hey, right. hey he's, he, his results are on the board, Sally. Yeah, but I got into an argument the other day. I don't want to hear – Cleary goes down, all right? What's, what is your two-time premiership winner, $750,000 Australian 5'8", supposed to do? Mm. He's supposed to get those wins. He's supposed to become the best player and game manager in the, and we knew that anyway when he came to the Panthers. What he does for Nathan Cleary is relieve some of that pressure. And for all the critics of Nathan in state of origin and going forward, oh, he has to he doesn't have to do anything. He just has to play his game. The kid's twenty. 
Yeah, all I'm saying is not that they're going to be bad together. I think it's going to be better in the long run. It just takes to be all that combination with someone you've never played before. So it's just come out of an Origin series, though. Yeah, yeah I, that I does think, make a difference. Yeah. I think for me, they are if they can get this management right of of getting their players enough rest after the Origin series, which is important, and Anthony can get the best out of them during the week at training and preparation because you take your training for granted because you've come from ten day preps mm. where you train you know three or four times to now you're training back probably four times a week weights, all that kind of stuff, you can get mentally refreshed enough, they could still win the competition, Penrith. Their, their window's wide open. We don't disagree there, surely. No. Uh, so, listeners, uh, we've just heard a few minutes of argument between Jav and Sowie, who both are tipping the Broncos. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sean's going the Panthers, Dan's going the Panthers, I'm going the Panthers as well. And just quickly before we move on, Jamie, we've seen a bit of Caleb Aikens throughout the ISP, who's yeah. been relegated to the reserves list. And that's fair respect, isn't it, for Josh Mansell coming straight back into the first-grade team. And so he should. He's been such a wonderful player. But a lengthy layoff. Caleb Aikens on debut, 300 metres, 27 hit-ups, seven tackle busts. Amazing, wasn't he? Absolutely amazing. I was out there live. Uh, his work rate in the ISP probably didn't uh, – we didn't see that one coming in terms of 300 metres and 27 hit-ups. But – Certainly an amazing debut. I was a bit surprised that maybe they didn't just keep him at fullback and have Dallin and um, Sauce on the wings. Yep. I think that possibly could have been better. Could still happen. Well, in terms of their defence, uh, I think they'll give Sauce the run and then Tyron Phillips, who hasn't done anything wrong, but Dallin for me is a winger. Yep. And yeah, I'm not one of these – well, Tom Trebojevic goes against my theory, but I'm not one for playing guys out of position and – and I think if they were to go through, Caleb Aikens is a closer fit to Dylan Edwards than what Dallin is to yeah, Dylan that's Edwards. Cool. Okay, so I have Panthers for me. McDonald's Jones Stadium, Knights a dollar ninety-eight plus one and a half. The Titans, the favourites, a dollar eighty-three. Sione Matautia, he's out with concussion there. He's had a few of those, Sione Matautia. And I know the Knights are keeping an eye on him. So Nathan Ross joins the back line. Lots and Fitz, Lachlan Fitzgibbon, rather, he's back from Big suspension. In. Big in. How big was Pierce last week? Uh, the difference. He was the difference in a, a win and a possibly a loss. Having a quality number seven that understands game management, it's you're going to realise when Thurston retires, when Cam Smith retires, the best game managers, you're going to realise that how important they were to their sides. And uh, Mitchell Pierce was the difference last week. Lock in the Knights for me. Confidence. Knights, confidence. Yeah. I, the Titans, disappointing against, well, terrible against Brisbane last week. Disinterested. Ash Taylor looked like uh, he's just he's in off season mode. Ash Taylor. He, he's not a he's not worthy. I don't think at this stage to be thrown in the Origin discussion. Is he? Not after what I've seen the last couple of weeks, and he tends to really take himself out of games. I had an idea last week after watching them. Brimson to fullback. Ash Taylor stays at seven, but I want him really fit. I want him looking like Brimson. And I go out into the market and I look for an experienced six. Could you make him a six, Taylor? Does he need a seven? Well, maybe, yeah. I mean, I, I, I just think his success rate is obviously is higher than what – LG's done. He won't be back. Uh, but when he was with Tyrone Roberts, his win rate was better. Right. Because he had an experienced person to take that pressure off. Who's him. returning to the Gold Coast? Yes, so yeah. potentially could be uh, that. And and Brimson's a ball runner. He's he's bloody fit. He's cut. I just I like Brimson. Okay, yeah, I do too. Uh, 
Jav, do you want to have the Knights plus one and a half or you want to be conceding it as a Titan? No, I'm the same. I'm all over the Knights. Confidence yep. as well. I think wow. I think that's the way to go. Them at home. Pierce with a run under his belt. Fitzgibbon especially back. He's, he's been a great great player for them. So, yeah, Brimson's a great player and mm. definitely got a lot of future ahead of him. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. But Newcastle for sure. Okay. So confidence for both Jamie and Jav. Sean has gone the Knights. Dan's gone the Knights. And I'll make it a royal flush. Knights for me as well. Arrow and Keegan Hipgrave, though, they do return, so that's going to help them. ANZ Stadium, the Tigers take you on the Rabbitohs. Uh, game 300 for John Sutton. Tigers, $3.30 plus 9.5. The Rabbitohs, skinny favourites, looking for 10 straight. $1.34, they have nine straight, and it's that number nine who takes them on, Robbie Farrar. Yeah, in game 250 as well. Uh, so yes. if Robbie Farrar gets up there. For me, Tigers, I think nine and a half is a long, long line in terms of the Rabbitohs coming towards the end of the season. They will want to be – they'll win for John Sutton, but I don't think it'll be by 10. They, were, they haven't they haven't played a, a good defensive side for a while. Mm. And I know the Tigers haven't been great defensively, but they've certainly been better than what they've been facing. Jav. Yeah, Tigers look great last weekend in St. George. They really took it to them. That spine is starting to get more time together and click. I think this is what I was saying earlier about grand finals. I think this is Tigers' grand final. This is their chance to show we can beat one of these top sides. And if we had this team all year, we might have been a better, you know, a, a more of a threat. Okay, Tigers for you, Pear. Sean's gone Tigers. Dan has gone South Sydney with confidence. Wow. I'll go the Tigers. I like what they saw. Like to, to win it. Jubilee against a team who was looking to bounce back. The you tipped them last week. Yeah, I did tip them last week. With confidence? Yes, I did, actually. I don't know that I'll win this game, but I think nine and a half is a bloody big start. Uh, Chrissy Lawrence, though, he's out with a hamstring injury. Cheekham starts. He was good last week. Garner, the debutant. Great. Yeah, he's really – he's a fine. Do you – I'm a believer that the Tigers had to have a year of address, adjustment. So the start of the year they had – Yep. Okay, this is what we've got. We've made some purchases in Mbai. Farrah's come back. Does Farrah go around in 2019? Because Jacob Little, we haven't seen him. He's on the nose. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because Jacob Little, he came back from, almost rushed back from two shoulder Ricos. Both were done. And he just, so I'm told, hasn't been, hasn't had that off season to be able to get that strength back. So he right. wasn't really physically... So I wouldn't be putting a pen through Jacob Little. I would for this year, but I wouldn't for next year. I think he just needs that freshen up that off-season. So would you sign Farrah then for next year? For a one-year deal, I think it'd be worth it, especially if you're trying to blood Little back into it and actually he can train him up. And Marshall? Him, yeah. Uh, for both those players, I would be having those discussions in October. Yeah. There's still a long way to go. Because you don't forget Josh Reynolds as well. Yeah, and, and Robbie Farrah, who's both games back have been brilliant. We've had the adrenaline now. Yeah, let's yeah. see where. Let, let's see how we're going in six, eight weeks' time. Yeah. That's what I think. Um, so, Tigers for you, men. Sean's got Tigers. Dan with confidence. I'm taking the Tigers plus nine and a half. Jason Clark, he returns from suspension. Ironically, uh, well, not ironically, but he has signed with Warrington for next year. Good signing? Uh, great signing. Great Steve signing. Price is doing, yeah, he, he'll relish in the, the game over there. Just no nonsense forward. Gets. Especially Austin. You can yep. see him just getting forward for Austin. And uh, Warrington could be Smokies to take out the Super League this year. Yeah, I think I think they're after a front rower this year. Who, who would you take now? He'd probably mm-hmm. knock on the door of a few clubs who are who are out of the running almost. Save, save him a few dollars. Yeah, I think you'd be 
you probably kick the tyres on a couple of maybe a Kane Evans. Yeah. Try and if Parramatta could get out of that, uh, they'd be. I think they'd be happy. Okay. All righty. Uh, one three hundred Smile Stadium. The Cowboys. You, I just. You shake your head when you see this. They're basically fully fit. I know Morgan's out, but $2.55 at home with plus five and a half. But you take on a Dragon side who are $1.52. They have lost their last two games, the Dragons. And the last couple of months, they have been awful for the punters at the line. So first and foremost, let's address the major issue here. Do we all agree that bad haircuts equals bad results? Gareth Widdop. Last week, died. Yes. You think about Andrew Johns when he dyed his hair? Woeful. Nelson Asofa Solomona, that led to losses, and Gareth Widdop got beat. Well, he obviously was late to training or... I think it's the Dragons bus, that Instagram account, they have these bets. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder if Paul McGregor was happy. Yeah, I think those uh, shits and giggles, so to speak, might have to get... Reined in a little bit. I think so. I think so. I will say this, like we saw with Nelson Asofa Solomona, he will not be taken to the field with the dyed hair this week. I promise you that. He did it for two weeks though, Nelson. Yeah. I, so are you saying you'll have the dark hair or the blonde hair this week? Oh, Gareth? it'll be back to... Jet black, won't it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> he may, he may, as dark as you can get. Actually, <laughs> Gareth's just calling me now. He wants to know if he's got a headgear. <laughs> yeah. I can send him. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, okay, let's get on to the game then. Five and a half start. The Cowboys have at home. Dragons are desperate. What are we doing? Jav? Yep. No, Cowboys, definitely. I think they've even chance to win this game. This is one of those grand final ones again. They want to start... They don't want to get Wooden Spoon for JT. They want to give him a good out of, of some kind out of this failed season. So I think this is another thing where they can show – and St. George are in free fall. They're in, they're in real trouble. So same as last year. They had a great start and were looking really good. Then Origin period hit them and, and yeah, they're in a bit of trouble. So yeah, I'm, Cowboys. I'm concerned for the Dragons off the back of – the rep players have had a, a big series. Uh, Hunt went through that hole getting dropped for game three. But we didn't see enough from those guys that didn't play – in the Origin Arena. I mean, to go down to Melbourne, if they had a lost 24-10, we could have accepted that. But to let 52 points in, mm. uh, really concerning signs. And on the flip side of that, you talk about all the problems that North Queensland have had. Um, they've escaped criticism, really, uh, mm. off the back of the roster that they've had. And, you know, when Wendell Saylor was playing and we were going well in 09, Wayne was very quick to say when Dell announced his retirement, let's not do it for Wendell. Uh, concentrate on your own job. And I wonder whether that message has gotten lost from Paul Green this year. They go to the grand final last year. No Matt Scott, no JT. Let's do it for JT. We all know it's his last year. And then off the back of that, they've they've stunk the place up. So <laughs> um, I'm going the Cowboys. I think the Dragons. But mind you, the team that I've put a line through the next week wins. And I put a line through the Dragons. So they, they'll probably win now. Last week you, you penciled through the Warriors. Warriors yeah, and yeah. they won by 20. Okay. Oh. Uh, Jav, you said they could win. They've got five and a half starter. Are you tempted to throw a C in brackets here? No, not at all. No. Okay. No. Have you had any confidence bets yet? I've had two. Oh, well, one, one. I've got another one coming. What, what was your first one? The first one was Newcastle. Oh, that's right. And uh, Jamie was on board with that as well with the yes. confidence. Sean's gone the Dragons. Dan's gone the Cowboys. I'm going the Dragons. I think they're – I can't compare them to last year's team. I think their team this year would lap their team of last year with Ben Hunt. Blessing in disguise, Nana McDonald getting injured. 
so they don't have to carry a winger on the bench? Possibly, yeah. I thought about that. I, I, I just don't understand it. Well, it's 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 just a hard decision that's got to be made. That that wouldn't be a grand final team, surely, if you're coming up against Melbourne. Mm. I still think. I still think. Or South Sydney with a big pack. There are more put together side than I, I'm prepared to. Throughout the Origin series, we've seen teams come back and they've really struggled to back it up. You know, Melbourne Storm snuck home. Uh, no team's really put a team to the sword after Origin. So I'm I'm forgiving the Dragons. Corbin Sims, a three-year deal. Are you happy with that at the Dragons? Yeah, good pickup. Yeah. Uh, especially after they lost Leeson Armour to the Warriors. So good replacement. Uh, I still think Leeson, it would have been better to keep, but can't keep everyone. The Ministers of Consistency versus Camp Chameleons. The Warriors... Taking on the Melbourne Storm. You said last week, Jamie Sauer, they are the underrated team, the team flying under the radar. They've won their last six now, Melbourne. You throw in a bye. They sit in second. But three of those wins have been by a point. So they're just getting the job done. And I know you said this about four weeks ago. You said, do not write off Cameron Smith for the Dally M. And if they've won six games in a row, how many points has he collected in that time? Um, I've got him... Probably tabling about 10 to 11 points because the Roosters won and gets three points yep. because we're a victim of what we see, you know, live rather than looking at the stats, which is fine. I'm not, I'm okay with that. Last week, steers him home again in a tough environment. Um, I've got him up there as winning the Daly M, snuck at $13, and I think it's into $8 now. So um, I like the Warriors this week. Do you? Yeah. I think uh, a bit of payback for the Anzac Day lesson that they got in Melbourne on, on how to play big games. Yeah, and 50 to 10. 50, yeah. And I just... Three and a half start. Yeah, and just at home, I just think that they, for their confidence, Steve Kearney and his men need to know that they can beat a team at home uh, that, that they're going to possibly play in a big game coming up. So um, they showed last week they can beat the Broncos, a top eight side. Hopefully it's dry conditions and Sean Johnson turns it on. Yeah, Jav, uh, Billy Slater's back, Addo Carr's back, Chambers, Munster, Felice Kafusi. You throw him in with Cameron Smith, who's on fire. He's got the cloak of invincibility. Personally, three and a half starts, uh, not enough for the Warriors. I'm going the Storm. How do you see it? Yeah, I'm going the Warriors. I'm going the home side. I think it's now for the Warriors to show now or never, kind of. It's uh, the 2018 Warriors, they've got to show they're different from all the past ones that have choked when it comes to this period after Origin. They normally got fat around that time. And now it's time to show, same thing with the, the big flogging they copped on the Anzac Day, that this is their house and they've got to protect it. So I think that's the way to go. Sowie, uh, Brody Croft holds onto the halfback spot. Uh, who's Dale Finucane, by the way? He's playing reserve grade at the moment. So wow. as he comes back from a fractured thumb, who's your halfback? If you, if you looked ahead and you saw them in the grand final of the storm, alongside Munster, do you see Brody Croft? Do you see Jerome Hughes? Or do you see Riley Jacks? I would have said Riley Jacks uh, if I didn't know Jerome Hughes could handle it. I, l- I love this kid. He's filled in at fullback. He's been great for them. Defensively throws his body in there. I think they like the fact that he locks in a side for them. And the way the Storm are playing, don't forget, they don't play with a halfback. They play with Slater and Smith through the middle. They're the link men. If you watch Munster, very rarely do you see him drifting across to play to his six. It's always him at dummy half, Slater or Smith in at one, uh, in at seven, which is first receiver, and drifting across to play to Slater or Smith who, who gets the ball out the back. So um, I would I would have Jerome Hughes. So you feel like they're playing with two sixes almost? Yeah, I said that probably yeah. two months ago, that they just play with no seven. 
um, Smith and Slater. If you watch it, it's it's masterful from Craig Bellamy because I mean you got the best game manager in the competition mm. in Cam Smith. Why not give him the ball more rather than him just shoveling off the deck? Even when they had Cronk, they never had a six. Then that's only like they've ever played with one half for the last ten years. You know, it's kind of never really had a quality. Gee, one I there. played six and fended me off a couple of times wearing <laughs> that number, Jav. Trust me, that he won a Clive Churchill at six. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. They they've just had a ball runner, Munster. What do we make of his origin series? Because I I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. He he's a kid who just has similar to Maloney, no fear of failure. Yeah, yeah. he he threw that intercept. He he just keeps playing. Like there's no. He just gets amnesia. He just keeps playing. Yep. I, I love him. I think he could potentially uh, be there on grand final day wearing a medal and a ring. Wow. So just repeating the tips, Warriors getting three and a half starts. Sowie, Jav and Sean going the Warriors. Dan and I going the Melbourne Storm. No one has confidence in this game. Uh, off to Brookie we go. And last week Manly took on the Melbourne Storm in a grand final rematch, if you wish to say that. This time they've got the 2013 rematch. So five and a half start for the Seagulls, $2.50. Roosters, $1.54. Uh, they've got Tedesco, Mitchell, Cronk, Cordner, Radley, Orbison. They all return. Roosters for me and Roosters with confidence at the minus five and a half. What do you think, boys? Yep. You got room in that car? I'm jumping in. In the confidence car? Yeah. Yep. Uh, they were controversial last week, the Roosters, but, you know, what a performance to go up there and play against a side that's playing for nothing really uh, and still come away with the two points. An important game because if they had lost that, the Roosters, they would have been in seventh and they would have had any chance of missing out on the top four spot. Now they can reset. All their stars come back refreshed, excited from what the youth has brought in. I like the Roosters. Jav, they still have the best defence in the comp, the Roosters. Yeah, I think it's now, now's the time for the Roosters to start showing that the Roosters have put the, put the foot on the throat and start going. So I think now's the time to start. Origin's over. We've got our team back. Let's go win this premiership. So I think they're going to give it the best push they can. You'll take the minus five and a half on? Minus five and a half with confidence. So all three of us in the back. Wow. Of the well, there's four of us in the uh, the confidence car. Dan joins us and Manly is tipped by Sean. So he's the only one against us. The rest of us going... The Roosters with confidence. Okay. By the way, uh, Ryan Hall and Brett Morris being linked to potentially take over for Blake Ferguson at the Roosters. Uh, Ryan Hall, big body. Uh, don't know if he's how old is he. Oh, he'd be getting on now, wouldn't he? Yeah, I'd I'd be looking at Brett Morris. I okay. think you, you get one of the best. I think they're looking ever. at both. Oh, for both sides. Yeah, I think I think I think the Roosters are looking at Hall and Morris. I believe. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty, there you go. So there's the tips for the week. Uh, we were very, very bullish to close it out with the Roosters. Gentlemen, it's a, it's a good time of year to, if you're pretty confident about a premiership winner, you can get a good old price about the Clive Churchill. So, Sowie, who are you tipping to win the comp? Have you had a look at the Clive Churchill market? Yeah, I have. Uh, I, I'm Souths at the moment. Yep. And I've got Sam Burgess at 19s to be wearing a Clive Churchill Duke. His yeah, second one. Second one. Billy Slater picked up his second one last year. Yep. Burgess Which to follow suit. Which will confirm him as, our, as the greatest English player to come over. Gee, he'd be close now anyway, wouldn't he? Well, that's what I mean. It would confirm it. Like, he's probably yeah. up there now. Which is Gareth it. Ellis was good. But, look, I, I, I'd nearly Gareth give him. Gareth Ellis versus Sam Burgess. Oh, no, I'm just saying he was so good oh, for yeah. the Tigers for oh, that yeah, many, many yeah. years. Yeah, he probably has it now. $19 for Sam Burgess to win the Clive Churchill. Jarve, have you had a bow peep? Oh, uh, yeah. South, as I said earlier, is the premiership winner. And Cook, I think Cook's, if they can make it and get it there, I think he was a bit unlucky in State of Origin for getting more recognition. And I think he's going to really bring it home in the 
Premiership. The, the reason I like this market, so they're very, very short now, South Sydney to win the Premiership, $4.50 or thereabouts. If they were to be in the grand final, you would have the $4.50, which you would take now to win the Premiership, or you've got Cook at $14 and Burgess at $19. If they make that grand final, big, big chance one of those two are going to get it, isn't it? Cook. Or Burgess. Like if you had those two playing in your corner. GI. GI chance. What's Depends great? who they play. I mean, if they play Melbourne Storm, Billy Slater will probably get it. Mm. Even if they lose. <laughs> oh, calm down. Are we still talking about that? No. <laughs> the, wound, the wound's still fresh. Uh, who do I, I like the Roosters. So Tedesco, 26 bucks. There you go. James Tedesco, $26 to win the Clive Churchill. Have you had a look at your uh, 100 to 1 shots, man? Yeah, I have. Uh, tough one this week in terms of some teams playing for more than others. But uh, Corey Oates, $10, yep. first try scorer. Robert Jennings, uh, what's he? He's $8 to score first try. Yep. And then I've got the unders for Melbourne and New Zealand at 37. So uh, I'm just adding that all up. What's that? Well, Probably close to 150. Yeah, $150. Yeah, beautiful. Um Robert Jennings has scored eight tries in the last three weeks. And I tipped you last week 450 to be the leading try scorer yes. at the end of the year. So, so what's, what's he now now? Do you know? Oh, you're the man, you're the man it, for that. Well, He'd be favourite. I'll, I'll dig it out while Jav throws the 100 He was actually one in your 100 to 1 shot last week as a, getting a double. Double, Jennings as well. I know. You got, got Tatrick, but Filthy. yeah. He's on 16, by the way. Fusatua looked to have it absolutely sewn up, but the breaks have been well and truly applied there. Jennings, 16. Fusatua, 15. Valentine Holmes, 14. And then we have Josh Addo Car fourteen, Cotrick eleven. So it's a it's a four horse race. Addo Car two behind. Can he He's, still win it? I just think Jennings down that left hand side. They love that left side, don't they? Twenty ten, Brett Morris scored fifty tries in two years. I think. Yeah, <laughs> we couldn't believe it at training. Rock up and say how that stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Javi. Uh, yeah, I'm expecting a lot of close games this weekend. So there's a there's a market there where it's either team to win by eight or less. Yep. And I've coupled a bunch of those together. So I've got the Broncos-Panthers game to be six or less. So either, either team could win. Bulldogs-Eels, eight less. Sharks-Raiders, eight less. And actually, not that one. That's out of there because I uh, changed my tip. Knights and uh, Gold Coast to be within eight or less. Tigers-South, uh, Cowboys-Dragons and roosters um Sorry, Warriors Storm. And what price is that? 120. I like that bet because you sort of you hedge in your bets. You're expect, it, if you're expecting a close game, eight points is a decent buffer. But, but, but even if it gets out to 14, you're still in the game. You can score the next try. You, you could be in the the bet for a long time, couldn't you? Yeah, only definitely. Jarv would find that on the sports bet app. Yeah, he's, he's dug deep for that little nugget, hasn't he? Yeah, I I had to quickly dig in and make sure you didn't just make that uh, option up. <laughs> well, okay, I'll close it out. So I've got uh, French to score at any time. Uh, this is all on the Canterbury... Uh, What's your theme this week? No uh, no real theme. I've just combined three anytime try scorers with the unders. So remember I mentioned that the last six times the Bulldogs and Eels have played, it's been 34 points or less. So I feel like attack's a problem for them. I'll go unders for that match. I will go French to score at any time. I'll go Hayne to score at any time. And for Manu Brown, I think he adds to a bit of a price there for Manu Brown. So that's $101 for that to happen. What are, what are the points for unders on that? Uh, for the total match points is 37 and a half. 37 and a half. So that's uh, $101 there. And that's 
and that's about it. I think we've survived. Uh, well, we've got I, through it anyway. I want a BYO market. What's your market? You same bolt to score a goal in the A League next like week that. when you come back. I want someone to have proper odds on that, right? So we can get the the punters investing we'll at any point that. in the season. Any just to score a goal in the A League. Yeah, like to, the Hain touchdown one from when he played. Yeah, there. we will have that mega bet next week. The Jamie Soward Usain Bolt mega bet. Remembering the mega bet we got for the uh, the Broncos and the Panthers, three dollars fifty uh, for any of those Origin players for twenty eighteen. But that just about does it. Uh, gamble responsibly, everyone and. Uh, Dan, I hope you're working on the 10 and hope you tune in. <laughs> Till next time. Oi, Jock! Get off McLenn! For NRL this week with Sportsbet, place a three or more leg same game multi. And if one leg fails, get up to 50 bucks back in bonus bets. You've upset my pipes. Conditions apply gamble responsibly.